Welcome to the Living Waters Church Sunday Sermon. How even when you're not looking for God, He's still coming after you. You know, and, and the things that He does to get your attention. With Pastor Jay Petty. See, no matter what we're walking in or walking towards or what's walking towards us, God is still able to do beyond anything that we could ask or think in the midst of what we're walking through. Join us here each week for the Living Waters Church Sunday Sermon Podcast. He wants you to focus on who He is and what His light can do in you and shine through you. What it can affect, not just in you, but in everyone around you. Now, let's join Pastor Jay Petty for this week's Sunday Sermon. Oh man, I'll tell you what. God's able to do exceedingly abundantly abundant i like that that's more than enough beyond all that we could ask or think according to the power that works within us you know anything that you can think of right now god can do greater he can exceed it he can pour out an abundance upon it even beyond anything that you could even imagine. God has such a wonderful God. And sometimes we think it's so difficult. It's like, a, like that song, Reckless Love. I love that song. Because he, man, he's after your heart. And man, he'll tear, he'll kick down walls. He'll, you know, he'll uh, do whatever to get to you. And he's always working to reach you. Because he loves you. The whole thing is that God loves you. And I would like to read in Ephesians 3, 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. If you go back to the verse before that, it says that, that out of the riches of his glory, that you would be strengthened with might through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, it, that's where I'd like to start it. it it's that God out of his wealth, the wealth of his own glory, to strengthen us in the inner man. That's, that's the man that's been born again, to strengthen us, to empower us with the, with the might and the power of the Holy Spirit. That's amazing because that's more than any of us could ever imagine or ever uh, believe, you know. But that's what God does when we begin to pray for his word in our lives. To strengthen us, God. Strengthen us in our faith, God. Strengthen us in our love, God. Strengthen us in your grace, God. And, and, and the thing is, is that's what God wants to do. And many times we don't see him that way. But Paul brings out a really beautiful picture here. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. So that strengthening of that power in you is to increase your faith in his son. To, to cause you to believe not just in your salvation, but in greater things. The greater things of God in your life. It's like when you're facing the, uh, so to speak, the lion's den. That God shuts the mouth of the lion. Or the mountain that, that's standing before you and is made flat. You know, that's what he said to Zerubbabel. He says, Zerubbabel, what is this mountain that stands before you? You know, it, it, it's, it's, that mountain is all the opposition that comes against your life. Especially when God calls us 
to a purpose. And the enemy always raises up his ugly head and he tries to thwart the purpose of God in our lives. And, and, and that's what he was trying to do to Zerubbabel. Because God sent him to, 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 to set the capstone, to, to build the wall. And, and there was all kinds of outward forces that were coming against them, trying to prevent them from doing it. And God says, and this is the beautiful part about the Word of God, when God speaks His Word, He's saying something that empowers us. And He's saying to Zerubbabel, what is, what is this mountain? What is this condition that stands before you? He said, it shall be made flat. In other words, God says, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to move it out of your way. And you will complete the things that I've called you to complete. So when you begin to look at what God does, those things beyond anything that you could think or ask or think or whatever it may be, think about this, that he's able to increase your faith in him. He's able to increase your faith in his son to cause you to uh, uh, go beyond any place that you are right at this moment. Even though you think, well, man, I'm pretty, you know, I really got faith. There's still more. Or love. The love that goes beyond all knowledge. You know, that's the knowledge of any knowledge that any person can gain about anything. Beyond the knowledge of what you know about God. That he's able to take you beyond the knowledge in the revelation of his love in you. Now you think about it, you know, to know the, the height and the depth and the length and the width of his love, of his love. We were singing the reckless love, how God comes after you. How even when you're not looking for God, he's still coming after you. You know, and, and the things that he does to get your attention. But the greatest part about it is that he's able. God is able to do it. God is able to do beyond anything that you would ever be able to ask or think. According to the power. The power of God which is in you. There it is. You have the power. Because you have Jesus. And the power of God is able to take you in places that you could have never believed in in your whole life. In Isaiah 55, 7, I want to read this. Because this, because, uh, this scripture just is a blessing. It said, let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts. In other words, quit thinking the way you're thinking. Turn yourself around. Start moving towards God. Start moving in his direction. Start doing the things that he wants you to do. Start thinking those things. In other words, renew your mind daily. Renew your mind in the word of God daily. Change. Uh, repentance simply means to change your mind. Change your direction. In other words, start going after God. That's what he's saying here. And, and uh, let him return to the Lord. And he will have mercy on him. And our God, he will abundantly pardon. 
Do you know what that means? I don't care what you've done. I don't care how detestable it is. I don't care how deep and dark it might be. God abundantly forgives through his son. Now, I don't know anyone about you, but I know that sometimes people have love that is conditional. You know what I mean? If you do this, and then I'll love you. Or if you walk this way, then I'll love you. That's not love. That's control. That's not what God is saying here. God is simply saying that if you'll come to him, if, if you'll turn it around, start moving towards him, start changing the way you think, that he will abundantly remove everything that's in your life. Catherine Coleman married a man that she shouldn't have married, and he divorced his wife to marry her, and man, she got put on second fiddle. And she was so broken after a while by it. Got a, a call on her life. And now she was subservient to that call. Anyway, it should, none of it should have happened, right? And she was so broken by it. And she was, she was walking. She said she was just walking just in this place of almost depression because of what, what, you know, what had happened and what she had done and the, the whole situation. And God just spoke a simple little word to her. And he said to her, Have I not... Uh, taking your sins as far as the east is from the west? Have I not remembered them no more? See, that's, that's the thing. We hold on. He doesn't. We think about it. He doesn't. When he forgives, it's gone. And that, that's not in the earth. That's in the universe. It's, that, that's what it means, as far as the east is from the west. It just keeps on, God doesn't, he says, that is gone. It doesn't exist anymore. And when she realized the loving forgiveness and the pardon of God in her life, say, beyond anything that we could ask or think. That's what the Word of God does. It brings the revelation of the truth into your life. And it changes you. That's when she took off. The next 10 years, her ministry blossomed in a way that, that if you don't know who she is, you should look her up. She was, uh, I remember as a little kid, I used to watch her on TV, she had that little pointy finger. <laughs> but people didn't like that little pointy finger because it did crazy things to them. Uh, but he says, but God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Wow. The way we look at something is not the way God looks at something. My ways are not your ways. God doesn't do it our way. He doesn't walk it out the way we think it should be walked out. God says, I'm above it. I'm far above your thoughts. I'm far above your ways. So no matter how you may look at something, I want to tell you something, God looks at it differently. Because the, the way we look at it, we look at it with an infinite, uh, a finite mind. And God's looking at it with an infinite mind. I mean, that's amazing. That God, God will do almost anything 
if we can believe it. Jesus said, nothing is impossible to them that believe. Nothing. Wow, where does that put you? To change the way you look at God, to change the way you think about God. What did Jesus come here for? You. Simple and true. No one ever expected the things that, that he would have to walk through for redemption. The way we think about something, if you did something wrong, you should be punished for it. God simply says, repent. And it's forgiven. So, the important part about that is this. And he says, uh, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and does not return there, but waters the earth and brings forth the bud and gives seed for the sower and bread for the eater. Now, think about this. God says, My word, my word, is like rain and snow. When I send my word out, it doesn't come back. It, it will never return to me without the purpose to which I'm sending it. Whether it's into the life of one who is born again or one who is not born again. God sends his word like rain. He sends his word like snow. And it, and it does the same thing. It's to produce life in our souls. The bud, the bud begins to sprout. And then the word of God is a seed. You know what I'm talking about? And when it's planted, it begins to produce life in you. And that life begins to change you. There are many seeds in the kingdom of God. I want to tell you something. Because the word of God has many seeds in it that God wants to use in us. But the beautiful part about it, and he, he says it this way. I don't know why I keep saying the beautiful part about it. But he says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, and it shall not return to me void, but it will accomplish what I please. Now, um, <coughs> excuse me. And it, sh and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. You know what prosper means? It means it begins to grow. Just like the bud begins to grow. God's sending his word out. And when the word of God is received, when it begins to prosper in us, when it begins to move in us, it begins to change us, something begins to happen in us. And that's where the next part of this comes. They shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. So the, the amazing thing is when, when the word of God begins to touch you and begins to uh, prosper in you, it changes you. You know what happens? The first thing that comes is a big old smile. It's joyful. It begins to release joy. You, ever, you know what joy is, right? You know, you've seen joyful people, right? Most of it's just temporary, but... You know, when you buy a car and you got that big old smile on you and just want to show everybody what you got? You know what I mean? Ooh, it's cool. Uh, 
The joy he's speaking to here is what the word of God produces in you as it begins to prosper in you. And it releases in you true joy, real joy. That smile, that happiness, you know, that that celebration of, of life. And it produces peace in you. Think about it. You get it? And you and this has happened to you time and time again in your life if you believe in Jesus. There have been moments. Uh, my daughter is telling this story. I hope she don't mind me sharing it. But my nephew uh, had, you know, he passed away and she had been struggling with the whole thing. And she said last night she had a dream. And she said they were, she was standing right out there in front of the church. She was standing out in the thing right there. And he called out her name. He said, Jeannie. And she turned and she saw his face. And she said he had the most joyful smile upon his face, telling her that everything was okay. And you know what happened to her? All that stuff that was in her was gone. What the Word of God can do in you far exceeds anything that you could ever ask or think. It's able, it's more than able to change your situation in your heart. It's able, God is able to bring peace God is able to bring joy in very difficult places and difficult times. There's that reckless love again. God will knock every wall down. He'll climb every mountain to bring you his word and to release you, to release you from the thing that's holding you. When Jesus came to the earth and he walked the earth, part of the thing that he speaks to is that For this very purpose was I anointed. What? To open blind eyes. Open deaf ears. To heal the lame. You know, to set the captive free. To make the lame to walk and the blind to see. When the word of God comes from God, it prospers the very thing that he sends it to prosper. And if and the, you look through the Old Testament, it said he sent his word and healed them. Isn't that amazing? Forget not his benefits. Forget not what God does. God can change your situation, no matter what it is, in the twinkling of an eye. But it comes first in the thing that he's speaking out of his mouth. What did Jesus say? He said that man lives by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God. God is speaking to you. God is speaking to you. He's speaking his word to you. And when he speaks that word to you, it is to produce the very thing that I'm speaking, to plant those things in your life so that they prosper in you, so that you grow in the things of God. And your life has changed. We should never stay the same. Sorry, but we do. We stay the same, don't we? You know, you know what insanity is, right? That's that thing you keep doing over and over, and you keep thinking, well, 
maybe something will change in the middle of this. But it never does, does it? The difference is, is that when God intervenes in our insanity, he changes our direction. God is good, always. This is what he said to Moses in Exodus 34. And the Lord passed before him and, and, proclamate, and proclamated, The Lord God is merciful. You know what that really means? It's loving kindness. Because you can't help yourself. And you can't change your situation. He's merciful to you. He's gracious. His favor is upon you. On you. You're blessed. You know, sometimes we don't even see how much we're blessed. Because our focus is on all the wrong things. And we're looking at all the wrong things. Instead of looking at the blessedness of God upon your life. And I, I think that we, we get our mind turned around, we get our thinking turned around, and we just start coming more in agreement with God, more in agreement with His Word. We begin to believe that Word and allow it to accomplish in us the very thing that God wants it to accomplish. He's gracious. God doesn't change. He's long-suffering. You know, sometimes people we're around are very impatient with us. You know what I mean? We don't get it the first time. You know? Gosh, I'm sorry. I, I, I just didn't get it, man. You know? You know? But that's not God. God is long-suffering with all of us. No matter what. Guys, it's not up there with a gavel and a lightning bolt getting ready to, to, to light you up. He's up there working, trying to work it out in you, to work it out through you. See? And he's patient. And he's methodical. And he's working. And he's working. It's easier if we go with him. It's easier if we just yield to him and allow him to do it in us. Change you. Change your walk. Change your life. We should be the most joyful people in the world. No matter what. Our lives should be filled with such joy and such peace that we would be the envy of the world. God has that offering to us. It's beyond what we could ever ask or think. But that's what he's offering us. That's not temporary. It was never meant to be temporary. 
When the disciples were going through the stuff they were going through, when Jesus was getting ready to, to be crucified, one of the things he said, fear, be fear not. Fear not. My peace I give unto you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives you. My peace I give you. In other words, in all the things that they were going to walk through, all the garbage that was going to come at them, all the chaos and the fear that was going to try to surmount them, Jesus is speaking the word of God to them, and he said, don't worry. Let your heart not be troubled by any of this. See, no matter what we're walking in or walking towards or what's walking towards us, God is still able to do beyond anything that we could ask or think in the midst of what we're walking through. He's able to give you his grace, his goodness, his, his, uh, his love, whatever it is, his patience. And the scripture says he abounds in goodness. He abounds Another more than enough. He's a good God. Not sometimes, all of the time. No matter what happens, God is good. This is his declaration to us to tell us who he is and that he doesn't change. No matter what. No matter what happens. Of course, I'm broken by the fact that my nephew's not here. I am. It was a real treasure to me. But you know what I'm really thankful for? Is the goodness and the grace of God upon his life. You can ask me, what was that? That God saw what was coming. And God saved him. God saved him, changed his life, filled his life with joy, filled his life with peace. And anybody that was around him could see it in him and on him. Beyond anything I could ever have asked or, or even thought, because I prayed for him and prayed for him and prayed for him and prayed for him. The truth is, is that God is a good God, and he's a God of truth. That's the last word. God is a God of truth. And you know what he honors? He honors when we walk in truth. Something about living in the truth that releases that, that goodness of God in our lives. I want to say to you this morning that God really is, uh, has so much more for you. Jesus put it this way. He said, the thief does not come but to steal, kill, and destroy. And what that means, take your life, destroy your life, to kill your life. That's what he comes for. That's his intent. He's a liar, and he's never going to change. He's going to try to get you to believe the lie if he can. He's going to try to get you to believe the circumstances if he can. He's going to try to make you fall if he can. 
See? You might as well know that straight up. That's what he's doing. But Jesus came to give us his life. And to give us his life in abundance. You know what abundance means? More than enough. Goes back to the other thing. He, he exceedingly and abundantly. That's what he is. That's who he is. To you. There's no place that you have to fear that you walk. Or you have to fear what your tomorrow is going to be. There's no place that you can that you have to walk where you have to be concerned about all the chaos that's going on around you. God doesn't want you to focus on those things. He wants you to focus on who He is and what His light can do in you and shine through you. What it can affect, not just in you, but in everyone around you. It's funny, you're around someone who's happy and joyful. You know what it does to you? Makes you happy and joyful. If they're laughing, they get you to laughing. It, 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 you know, it, they just have this, uh, this uh, charisma that's pouring out of them. And, it, and you can feel it and see it, and the next thing you know, you join in with it. And, you know, it, it's a wonderful thing that somebody has fullness of joy. That's what really God had intended for the house of God, was that it would be a house filled with the joy of the Lord. And just being happy with your life. Not wondering or fearing about what's going on around you. I, I hear people, they're just freaked out about what's going on in the world. God can never affect the world unless he affects the church. Unless he affects you. You are the, can be the most contagious thing that God has. You talk about doing beyond anything that you can think or ask. That's what God would like to do is be contagious in you. Because when you're walking around singing, ah, ah, you know, I was, uh, had to go do an uh, MRI the other day. So I'm, I have iTunes that my wife so graciously set up for me, taught me how to use. So I got all these, I got all these worship songs on it. I just, and so when I play it, I just, it just follows one right after another. So I walk into this room. This lady comes and gets me. I was listening to it out in the waiting room, and. And this lady comes out to get me, and she go, and I'm walking down the hall, and you know, she just starts singing. She starts singing the song. And you, you really don't know when you go someplace uh, how, life, how life affects. And all of a sudden, we're talking about Jesus in the middle of this thing, you know. I, and, and she's telling me her life story. And, uh, you know, that's the amazing thing about what God does beyond anything that you or I could ever ask or think of God. No matter what pathway you're walking, God will bring good things to you. He'll be gracious things to you. But most of all, 
He'll perform his word in your life and change you and cause you to grow in the things of God. And I don't think there's not one person in here that doesn't want to grow in the things of God. I don't think there's one person here that doesn't want to feel that joy, that true joy of the Lord in your life, or to feel the peace of God when you're walking, or to know that God is, is working in you and for you, and that He's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it beyond anything that you could ever think or hope or ask or believe if you just trust Him and walk with Him. And again, it's all in you because He is in you. And the potential of all of it is in you. Thank you for joining us today here at the Living Waters Church in Globe, Arizona. We hope you enjoyed the message by Pastor Jay Petty. May you have a great week and may everything you do be blessed by God.